Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. There behind the glass stands a real blade of grass. Be careful as you pass. Move along, move along. Come inside, the show's about to start. People would go totally psychotic with guns, without guns, but 
It's not like the original Night of the Living Dead where they walk real slow and go, brains. These people would be moving very quickly and dangerously. And uh, The Bible Code says it's going to be released on the state of Texas. And that would cripple the oil production in this country, wreck the U.S. economy, and throw us into a martial law type situation. Also, you have two nuclear reactors in Texas. You cut the power in one, you'd have a nuclear meltdown. You'd have a Chernobyl. And they would have disarmament of Texas, and that would total this economy. That is in the Bible Code. It will happen. I just believe it'll happen when we're out of this country in Israel. But um, What's so safe about Israel? Israel's always at war. Israel may be a war, but they're protected by God, Danny. And That's they, true. They have cybersecurity that we don't have there. Their nuclear reactors are far more protected than ours. Our, our cybersecurity, I would give it a D- in the United States compared to Israel. It's an A+. Plus. Yeah. Yeah, and, but Biden uh, told Putin that he, there were certain things he couldn't do as far as cyber attacking. Yeah, well, think Putin's going to listen to Biden? <laughs> no. And then they'll, they'll get an independent Russian hacker to hack it. Putin says, I didn't do it. Oh, you did it to yourself. North Korea can do it. China can do it. No, it's a very dangerous situation, you know, and uh, it's just going to get worse. The other day, here's Biden, says two things. Expect national food shortages. Yeah, not... We're faced with food shortages, but he's going to activate the military and the National Guard to drive the trucks and everything. And uh uh-uh, expect national food shortages. And then Biden turns around with his open-door policy on Mexico and says national mass fentanyl overdoses. That's another way of saying we have a genocide program to wipe out 10, 15 million drug addicts. Just like they used it with AIDS in the 80s to wipe out homosexuals and drug addicts. Yep. So we're going to see a lot of dead bodies laying everywhere, Danny, from fentanyl. Do you believe believe drug addicts, do you believe drug addiction is a a mental disorder or or is it just uh, something people get into because they enjoy it? Well, you know, Misty one time, or... Fearless co-host on vacation. Misty one time said it the best. Um, Addiction starts out as a choice. And people want to get high and they want to escape their problems and feel temporarily better. And as they use it more and more, then it becomes an addiction and a disease. But it, it all starts with the choice, the sin, to do something destructive like meth meth or crack and it just totals you and you get addicted and you can't stop and then it's we have a lot of meth in west virginia yeah you got a lot of meth everywhere denny everywhere across the country you even got you even got millionaires using meth meth methamphetamine is like uh that's the drug of choice of the white race in a way the black race black they, they seem to like crack better just genetically, yeah. it just uh, does the same high, yeah. But it eventually becomes uh, an addiction, a disease, and an enslavement until it destroys you. 
It's a horrible thing, but with fentanyl, I think it takes one drop, one drop, or like one drop of fentanyl can kill you. And they're going to put more than a drop because that's why they're flooding the border with it. It's almost like yeah, they I made heard, it. I heard on the news that it took two grains worth of salt to kill yeah. to kill somebody. That's exactly right. So they probably made a deal with China that's part of a new. Biden also said we're using COVID-19 to, to, to establish the new a new world order. So China's on board somewhat. China's probably making the fentanyl, shipping it into Mexico. They're mixing it in the drugs, shipping it here. It's going to be a nightmare, Danny. You're going to see little kids. They're going to see dead bodies everywhere, out on lawns. Yep. Next door to me, house, I had someone. Pa- next door to me, there? I had someone passed out in the front yard. Yeah. Well, next time. There. Well, next time they'll be pet. They'll be dead pet everywhere. People will be yep. dying in supermarkets everywhere you look from this stuff because it's, it's deadly. And he said, expecting that. Well, how does he know there's going to be a national epidemic of fentanyl because it's a planned event? How does he know there's going to be mass food shortages, planned events, chaos and death? That's the motto of the Illuminati, Danny. Through chaos shall come order, the new world order. And we're seeing that right now. Putin's trying to fight the new world order. But I'll tell you something about Putin. He is a diabolically clever uh, uh, general. I mean, leader of their military. I mean, he is like what he did today. He he retreated from the from the capital of Kiev, and they thought, well, he's leaving that alone. Missile strike on a rail railroad station, a rail station, a civilian rail station. There are at least thirty nine dead, three hundred injured. He's making sure. Do whatever he takes, half of the Ukraine, three-quarters, all of it. He's not going to be bogged down in a guerrilla warfare, you know, uh, situation like Afghanistan. That's why he's destroying civilian targets. They really have yeah. nothing to fight for. That uh, that Zelensky, there's so much pride in the Ukraine. They're fighting for pride. And they'll have nothing left, and they'll still be fighting Russia with nothing left. Three, four million people have already been weaponized, immigration, driven into Europe, flooding Europe, causing economic chaos. And and they also said on the U.S. border, expect another two or three million illegals in the next six months. So Biden, I I have to say, I used to say this about Obama. I'll say this about Biden, Denny. You have to ask yourself. If you're a true believer in Jesus as the Christ, the Son of the living God, you have to ask, am I following Jesus as the Son of God as well as Biden is following Satan and the New World Order? You have to ask yourself that. Right. Are you Really, Denny, are you following Jesus as well as Biden's following Satan? Well, we should be. Yeah, but anyway, I like to think so. I hope I am. Well, I, I believe you are, Denny, and we... Every day we should be a little more like Jesus, a little more humble, a little more kind, a little more devoted to God, little more and a little more perfect as our Father in heaven's perfect. To gold yeah, Jesus said didn't, didn't Jesus say we must be perfect even as the Father in heaven is perfect? No. But he, he also the said there's none good none good but one, so that's kinda of confusing. Well, it's only confusing if you're confused. 
<laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, no. Well, he didn't. He said, "Be perfect as my Father in heaven is perfect." Meaning, that's our goal to strive for. You don't strive for good enough. You don't strive for hey, let's just get a C. You know, no. Let's strive to get an A plus. Let's strive to be as Jesus was, the son, the son of a living God. Because it says in John one twelve, to all that receive him, Jesus as the the Messiah, the Christ, the Son of a living God. He gives us power to become a Son of God, like he was. Little S, where he's the big S Son. The big Son, because he's the only begotten, created, born of the Father, Son of a living God. As we always say, this is the only radio broadcast on planet Earth that's teaching the truth of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation and back again. Today, this friend of mine, guy, now it's cool, named Don. He said, uh, "He said, so you're telling me that of all the churches, all the theologians, all the biblical scholars, all those with their degrees, everything else, they're all wrong in interpreting the Bible, and you're correct." And I said, "That's exactly right. Yes, because with all their degrees, they can't even solve the mystery." Of the quote Trinity, because the mystery of the Trinity is there is no Trinity. There's a Godhead. There's one God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who's mistakenly called Yahweh by the great theologians, Jehovah by the Jehovah Witnesses. Pretty you mean God's one. not the great, the great uh, uh, cosmic egg with three yeah. parts. The cosmic egg, right? Uh, the Father's the yoke. The sun is the white and the Holy Spirit's the shell. No, there's no cosmic egg. There's one God who begat, created a son, and his Holy Spirit's the spirit of the Father and Son. How do we know? Just read John 3.16. For God, singular, for God, the Lord God, so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Begotten means created, brought into existence. That whoever believes in him, puts their trust in him, in his words, follows him, will not perish but have eternal life. To believe in Jesus isn't like, well, do you believe in UFOs exist? Well, I believe Jesus exists, I for our sins, no. To, to believe in Jesus means to trust in him, and you trust in him by following his simple words and read. It, it's that simple. Mm-hmm. When you go to heaven, follow Jesus' teachings. Through the Holy Spirit. It's that simple. What did Jesus mean when he said his yoke is easy? How how easy can it be? Okay, I'll give you an example. Jesus gives us a radio show to do twice a week. That's not hard to do. Satan comes along with his little helpers, his human helpers, and tries to make it as rough as he can for us. But to do to do what Jesus said isn't hard. Somebody's hungry, you you buy him a you buy him something at McDonald's. That isn't hard. But the devil will try to make it hard. That's what he meant then. See, it just it makes hard. sense. Yeah, and when Jesus said, "There's none good but God," right? Who is good 100% of the time? Whose motives are 100% pure all the time? Only His Father. He yeah. acknowledged that, Jesus. But um, Even Jesus had a it. moment of a doubt where he didn't know if he could go to the cross or not. 
Well, I wouldn't say it was a moment of doubt. The devil, in sympathy for the devil, says, I was there when Jesus had his moment of doubt and pain. I wouldn't say it was doubt. I would say Satan played the video in his head of the torturous, brutal, savage, tortured death he's going to have. And he just fell on his face and he prayed to the Father. Is there any way this cup can pass? Nonetheless, thy will be done. I wouldn't call that doubt. I would just call it is there, being, that was the humanness of him. Right. But he, when the father said no, and he got up and he went to that, he went to that horrible death on the cross that no human being could endure. I remember that Jay-Z, not Jay-Z, that Kanye West thinks he's better than Jesus, his song, I Am God. Yeah. He bought the whole line of a devil, and now he calls himself ye. Well, say the rest, Kanye. Say it all, dude. Yeshua. He thinks he's Yeshua, Jesus, the Hebrew name. Yeah. What arrogance. I like to see him go to the cross. <laughs> yeah, sure. Maybe maybe begging for mercy. Beg a cross. He he couldn't even make it past the beat of whipping. He collapsed. Yeah. He's just another man. It was it was so bad that Jesus again. couldn't even lift his own cross. No, we needed help. And see, sometimes we need help and God gives us help. I was in a very bad situation, and God opened the door and got me out of it. And here we are. The show's still going on. People can criticize me up and down the walls, but one fact remains. We're the only one preaching the true gospel twice a week on this show, on our site, and we do follow Jesus through the week. Say, but, you know, they don't know us, but why would we not? How could you even do this show and not follow Jesus? You couldn't. That's true. Couldn't. Let's take a quick break here, Danny. We'll come back. We're going to look at some of the weird, really weird stuff happening around this world. And we will be right back.
Hey, hello, and welcome back to Doomsday Talk Radio. I'm your host, Pastor Harry, here on Block Talk, Satansrapture.com.org, our band site. I'm here with my original and faithful sidekick, Danny. Hey, Danny. I'm with you, Pastor Harry. Yeah, I know. It's cool. Thanks, Danny. Anyway, a lot of weird stuff's happening in space. I mean, earthquakes are happening on the, on Mars. Never heard of that one before. Neither have I. Earthquakes on Mars. The moon starting to wobble. By 2013, NASA said the moon, and we're gonna, it's going to be so bad, people are going to look up at the full moon and see it wobbling. It's going to cause mass tidal waves and flooding around the coast of the world. What is yeah, causing? I heard them talking about. I heard them talking ahead, about man. that on the internet news, and they said yeah. they imagined that the the city of New York would, would be underwater. It very well could be flooded, yeah. And what is causing this? Earthquakes on Mars. Uh, the moon's wobbling more and more. Mass, more and more de- giant asteroids being pushed to Earth. Two things are happening right now. The judgment upon this world is going to follow the Antichrist and decapitate three, four hundred million people, Christians, that are unworthy to be taken in the first of two raptures, Danny. This judgment is already beginning. Polar shift is happening. See, the last 40 years, it's accelerated now. The Earth's magnetic poles are shifting. And during the tribulation, remember, the Antichrist only has 1,260 days, three and a half years, 40 and two months to persecute the saints, the Christians that find people, Christian or non-Christian, those that finally repent, stop playing games and give, give their life totally to, to God through his son Jesus as, the, as his truly begotten son, right? Mm-hmm. Well, after the 1,200-day coming Holocaust, this global slaughter, you know, the Holocaust was bad enough. Six million Jews were killed. Picture three, four hundred million people beheaded. Be a lot of bloody mess. The Bible says the blood will be as high as a horse's brindle, six feet high across the world. The blood of the saints, and they're going to the world's going to be drunk with the blood of the saints. They're going to drink the blood of the saints mixed with wine. Thinking it's going to give them a reverse the aging process. It's not. It's going to make them more insane, more crazed. And uh, But the judgment's begun, and there's this ancient comet planet called Nibiru. Some people believe it comes every 3,600 years from something that happened in Joshua when the earth stood still at Reverse spun on its axis for 24 hours. Some say it's every 12,000 years. We know it broke the glaciers and created, started, caused the great flood. Because first, the Bible says the earth, the oceans overturned, and then came the rains. Right. Because the, the earth's atmosphere used to be so thick with water, Denny, that radiation, very little radiation could get through. So people would live to be eight, nine hundred years old, almost a thousand. Once the waters were released for forty days and nights, God shortens man's lifespan to one hundred twenty years, and then later to seventy. So it all makes sense. 
The Bible yeah. it is scientific unless you're a fundamentalist Christian that believes God created the earth in six actual 24-hour days. And God said mule, and the mule magically appeared. And it doesn't it didn't work like that. You read Genesis, Denny, and it's a story of an, a slow evolutionary path of life. But yeah. without God's hand, without a divine hand, evolution cannot happen. That's true. Meaning, meaning the DNA of all life is locked, <laughs> is locked in a code. A frog can become a little better frog or more adaptable to cold or hot. But a frog can't become a rabbit unless there's a slow alteration of a genetics by God, by a divine hand. I always thought, I always thought that was how yeah. the ark, you know, the ark, Noah and the ark. I right. always thought maybe there's one kind of cat and one kind of dog. And then later, you know, they the dogs evolved into pit bulls and, and chihuahuas. And, That's exactly what I, I God don't, did. I don't then. believe there was a hundred types of dogs on the ark. No. And also people, I hear people mocking Noah's ark and saying, how could you have a, a full-grown lion with a lamb that would tear it apart? Who said they were full-grown animals? They were babies. Because a little lion cub will play with a little lamb, baby lamb, Danny. Yeah, that's true. The people just don't think before they run their mouth against God. They have to think a little bit. But, um, yeah. <laughs> but we're seeing the judgment of God beginning already. And after that 1,002, here's what's going to happen. Bible prophecies very spelled out. One day soon, probably within the next 10 to 12 years maximum, you know, things are, there's going to be a total economic and social collapse of the world. Wars are going to explode against the, in the Mideast against Israel. Nations will just take taking whatever they want. And in that chaos, will bam, will come the first of two rapture events. When God takes, I believe, 144,000 of his faithful and true followers off of planet Earth through the open door in the heavens. And then will right. come the Antichrist as this world messiah of all religions, faiths, and creeds in some type of spaceship. Ancient aliens times ten. And then for he'll, very quickly, he'll teach his religion of mystery Babylon. God becomes the force in all things. If it sounds like Star Wars, it is Star Wars. But then Satan weasels himself in as, Lu as Lucifer, the uh, the planetary guide of mankind, and his son, the Antichrist, his clone, copying mm -hmm. everything God did. And for 1,260 days, he will lead a second Holocaust. And on that last day, and the world will be counting down, Danny, every day. It'll be on national, global television. Day 1,160, day 900, day 400, day 5, day 4, day 3 is a mockery. See, they'll be counting it down and mocking it. But when it hits zero, bam, the trumpet will sound. The second rapture event happens. The dead in Christ rise first. And the few Christians around the world who are alive and remain will be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And then one, then the mystery of God is finished of the churches. And then God will begin to pour his judgment out on this world. The digital scannable tattoo 
it becomes the new way to buy and sell on your right-handed forehead will suddenly somehow become radioactive and people will be covered with the most painful, brutal sores from their head to their toe. Well, that'll kind of put an end to sex church, won't it? Yeah, it would. Yeah, it would. And then the judgment gets worse and worse. And when the shifts, when the polar magnetic poles totally shift, that's when the earth flips on its axis. It's the says in it's, Isaiah, it's the kind earth. Of like how, that's kind of like that how mean? HIV put an end to or well, I didn't put a complete end to it, but homosexuality. Oh, well, homosexuality is rampant. Danny, let me tell you something. AIDS is rampant. They don't even talk about it anymore. It's so rampant. They try to make it act like it's gone. <laughs> it didn't go anywhere. In fact, there's a there's also a theory that um, <laughs> it, within the um, COVID-19 vaccine, it, it very well could be a vaccine against AIDS. And that makes sense. it has graft. The Bill Misty came up with that one in her research. And then with graft... Uh, also, in every vaccine, <laughs> they preloaded this in 2017, is a, is a nanomagnetic particle called graphene oxide. So literally, when you're vaccinated, you become magnetic. That's the only way the digital scannable tattoo can work. So they're preparing the world right now for this uh, Luciferic initiation. And if you don't believe in it, just click on the UN because the UN has accepted this entire religion. Openly in 1982, they accepted it when the U.N. was formed in 1949, and um, they're just getting ready. Global initiation, chip in your hand, we used to say, tattoo in your head. If you don't like it, starve and be dead. And we're going to take a quick break here on Doomsday Talk Radio, and we'll be right back. And it's very sad and true, but the world and its religions and fake Trinity Christianity they're not walking with Jesus, Danny. They're all on the highway to hell, and we'll be right back.
rapture.com, rapture.org, and any other word we ever come. Pays banned by the churches. And uh, with me, my uh, faithful co-host and sidekick, Danny. Hey, Danny. Hello, Pastor Harry. I got a question before you go to the next music break. Okay, Danny. Here we go. I love your question. <laughs> you want to hear it? Sure, I want to hear it. Okay, the Bible says, don't give what is holy to dogs. And the Gentile woman even said, the dogs eat the scraps from the tables that fall, you know, that falls from the table. What is right. Jesus talking about when he says dogs? Okay, that's a good question. Okay, now watch. A dog, they say a dog is man's best friend, okay? A mm-hmm. dog is an extremely loyal animal. They're loyal, they're forgiving, they're merciful, they're, they're forgiving, and they're a very loving animal towards people, just as God is. People say, well, you reverse, in English, uh, God backwards is dog. That's right, because a dog reflects in a way, in that sense, God's nature. People can abuse a, they abuse a dog brutally, and that dog will still try to love that owner and, and, and be their friend. But... The flip side of a dog, a dog is an extremely filthy, dirty animal that will have sex with anything. A male dog will have sex with any female dog it comes near. And it's not, they're not monogamous like a wolf. And the other thing about a dog is it has no interest in the gospel. I mean, there's a dog across the street. Danny, go over and read read, read, uh, the gospel of John chapter 4 of a dog. See how much interest the dog has in the gospel. If it can't eat the page, it doesn't want nothing to do with it. So if a person yeah. is, is acting like a dog, they're totally, their mind's totally filthy, perverted. They want nothing to do with God. Well, you don't preach to them. You don't give what's holy to dogs or cast your pearls before pigs. A pig is another unclean person that wants nothing to do with God, living in total but- sin. Because is it okay if you have a pet dog that you love and care about? I believe, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. And you're very attached to dogs. My dog was murdered by uh, the uh, Flathead County Animal No-Kill Shelter. They murdered my dog simply because they couldn't find a hard to adopt. They're criminals. And I do plan to sue them one day. Yep. They murdered the most beautiful dog God ever made. I've never seen a dog with the nature of Petey in my life. He was an Argentine doggo. One time, this psychotic, drunken guy kicked him in the face for no reason. And Petey looked at him like, what's wrong with you? You don't kick a dog. He didn't even wince. He didn't have shoes on, but still, he kicked him hard. And then two days later, what do you think Petey tried to do? Love him. Make friends with him again. I had to pull him away. I said, get away from this guy. I don't like you. This psychotic roommate I had for a month in Montana. Snowed in in Whitefish with a psychopath with two guns. That was a great experience, Danny. Yeah, that was yeah. the closest I ever came to having to kill someone. Attacking me in the kitchen, trying to smash me through the refrigerator, screaming to hit him. Because he had a gun in the back of his pants. So I looked over, there's my chef knife. And I said, well, I'm going to count to three if you don't stop. You've got to stop them. And I counted out loud, one, two, 
suddenly lets go of me and starts laughing like he's possessed and walks out of the room. Look at that. Yep. God always delivers me from evil. And a lot of times I'm I get surprised him. Petey, I'm surprised Petey didn't bite him. Petey was locked in my car. I locked him in my car. Because he said he's going to blow his brains out with his shotgun. So I locked Petey in my car with the engine running. Um, 12 to 15 degrees outside, too. Yep, but that guy's still alive and breathing somewhere, and uh, you're listening, Mark. God spares your life. Don't waste it. Come to do something with it. But uh, Misty always reminded me, every time I'm in a bad situation, she always said, look back. Look at all the times God delivered you. Yeah, he just delivered us from a great evil. Me and Paul, my our friend behind the scenes here, running everything, handling our finance, little finances we have. We had to drive 1,100 miles in a minivan, Denny, and I'll tell you, that was the funniest experience of my life. I wanted to share this because people think of a minivan like a soccer mom, PTA meetings, grocery shopping. So you're driving a, a white minivan down the highway, right? So you're coming up on a truck, and you put your turn signal on. So what do people do in the left lane when you're trying to pass the truck? Do they let you go? No. They speed up. Like, whoa, we're not letting this minivan lady go. Yeah, you know what I did? I just cut the wheel, cut him right off. You have to slam about 15 people in our ride. I just smashed their brakes on. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, you don't mess with a minivan. I like to get a bumper sticker. You don't blank with a minivan <laughs> because uh, I didn't let nobody. It was funny. Yeah. <laughs> one guy's coming up. I go, one guy, I was in the left lane going to pass a truck, and this guy comes flying up in the right lane in one of those 600-horsepower Hemi Challengers as fast as he could, and then he cut right, cut right out into the left lane right in front of me, almost hit me and went going. All I had to do was speed up a little, and that guy would have hit his brakes. He would have crashed. He probably would have killed 50 people spinning out, so I let him go. But you don't mess with a minivan. There's probably about 50 cars thinking that right now. Yeah, never mess with a minivan. It was funny. I mean, yeah, Paul, you listened. He was laughing. You don't mess with a minivan. (laughs) But they're pretty good. I mean, we got a lot of stuff in it. More than a, I had a private out of my mind on that road trip. Uh, it was fun, Dave. We were having fun. I believe Great cars rock. are a necessary evil. I don't like yeah, to be in one. Like that. They're too dangerous. Well, you know, uh, but the thing is, with the thing packed up that much, you had no rear view mirror, just like a semi truck. We just had the side mirrors, but we made it. Yeah. Last leg home, I drove 650 miles. The last leg, well... Paul was a good navigator. I was our best team. He was really good with the GPS, everything. And, yeah, that was some ride. But God delivered us from another evil once again. And here we are doing Doomsday Talk Radio, Danny. There you go. And uh, really, really good. So, anyway, here we are. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but somebody, like it said also, Jesus said, don't cast your pearls before swine. Don't tell someone in the world the beautiful miracles and things God did for you because they'll just mock you and trample you into the ground. They'll trample your miracle into the ground. You share with people that did or you did also your 
follow Jesus as the Son of God, your true brothers and sisters in Christ. Because it does matter. If you believe in the Trinity, you're you're not following uh, Jesus in spirit and truth. You know, I was telling you, you a, you're following you a story the devil about me, disguise, uh, Danny. But you are, Danny, uh-huh. right? You're following the devil in disguise. Can I tell you a story about uh, me casting okay. pearls before swine? I had this miracle where I was praying to God when I first met you that if everything I believe is true, please let me see a sign from heaven. And right. I saw a sign, and it, it looked like a UFO, up close and personal. And I told wow. somebody that I saw that, and they told me I was waiting on the mothership. And I, I said, no, I'm not waiting on the mothership. I'm waiting on the fathership. <laughs> yeah, but they did mock you. You know, that. They, they, yeah, they made fun of me. Yeah. But, you know, somebody was telling me with the show and all, if we talked about other subjects and everything, we'd get more listeners. We might, but that's not what God called us to do. We have a we have a ministry to a minority. And if there's some person out there that really wants the truth of the Bible, that really wants God, God will lead them to our show. Very simple. They'll get a thought, Doomsday Talk Radio, Pastor Harry, put it in, click, click, bam, here's the show. So one day we do believe we're going to win a mega lottery and we're going to build the Church of Philadelphia as a real physical building and the center of the biggest broadcast the world has ever seen. Do you think it'll be soon that it happens? Yeah, yeah, I do, Danny, very soon. I just don't want to put an exact date on it, but very soon. I remember when Misty tried to teach Petey the word soon. He actually learned the word soon. He was that smart. Wow. He wants hungry. We say soon. So we go sit down for two minutes, then he pop up again. But he learned soon. That's pretty good. Soon, yeah, but very soon, Danny. I'm not going to put exact date, but very soon. Look at the world. It's coming unglued. And look at Putin's plan. What is Putin's master plan? I'll tell you his master plan. He's going to move and take as much of the Ukraine as he can, as much as the breadbasket, the major wheat source for all of Europe. Then he's going to move his missiles his nuclear short-range tactical missiles as close to Europe as he can. Then, united with Iran, he's going to take the oil fields of Iraq, and that is a major source of U.S. oil, I mean of world oil. And then he plans to invade Saudi Arabia and take the rest of the oil with Iran. And when he makes that move, that's when China is going to take Taiwan. Do you and think Israel take... will blow up Iran first before that happens? No, Israel, Iran will survive in, way into the, well into the tribulation, Danny. It's called Persia in ancient times. No, but they'll, they'll probably, uh, they may blow up their uh, nuclear facility in the tons. But um, Israel has been... Has been uh, there's been explosions in Iran. They the Sputniks virus. They're probably working on a new cu- computer virus to disable the nuclear reactor. And uh, but China's going to take Taiwan because that 80 percent of all the microchips in the world for computers, cars, everything is made in Taiwan. They may even take Japan. Why not? And yeah. North Korea will will roll right into South Korea. Venezuela will invade Colombia, and um, 
all hell will break loose in the planet. But what's going to freeze the world is when Syria will fire some type of biochemical or bio or chemical weapon at Tel Aviv, and Israel is going to nuke Damascus, a mushroom cloud. That mushroom cloud will probably hurl in the first of two raptures and the coming of Antichrist. And that's why he's going to punish Israel for seven years. He's going to rebuild the temple. But Israel has to do animal sacrifice. Israel can't join the new world order of nations for seven years, which is really a blessing in disguise. But in the middle of the seven years, we read in Daniel and Revelation, the Antichrist breaks his peace treaty with Israel. He invades the temple of God that he rebuilt, declares himself to be God, puts in this cyborg image of himself that looks just like him, but it's like a, like a Terminator, like a, a human-type robot. Yeah, that's and an he's abomination force, of desolation. Yeah, the abomination of desolation, right. It's right in the book of Matthew. And then he's going to force Israel to worship him as God. Two-thirds of Israel will, the Bible says, God has a large remnant of Israel. One-third of Israel will reject him at that point. And the angel Michael will come and lead Israel in the rock fortress Mount of Petra. Because in in Jordan and Petra, Danny, there's a rock, giant rock fortress. And that's where Israel will ride out the tribulation and everything that happens. But we're headed being set right now. But it can happen, though God says so. And he's going to have his church of Philadelphia. He's going to give everyone... Two chance, one chance to escape the tribulation, and during the tribulation, one chance to make heaven by repenting. It all has to do with repentance. Being sorry for what you did wrong and wanting a new life, wanting to follow God, the desire to follow Jesus as your Savior, as, the, as your Lord, as he follows his Father as Lord. Just like David said, the Lord... Little L said the vote. He said, the Lord, the Lord God said to my Lord, little L, Jesus. He said, uh, sit at my right hand, though I make your enemies your footstool. David was the first true Christian. David actually had the Holy Spirit. That's what Psalm right. 51 is, his repentance for committing adultery and then sending a man to his death, adultery and murder. So if God will forgive David for adultery and murder... He'll forgive us for every anything we've done. Most people have not committed adultery and murder. Adultery yeah, well, David one still got punished, though. He wasn't able to build the temple. No, because he had blood on his hands. That's right. His son yeah. Solomon did. You're right, Danny. Very good point. But most people have not committed adultery and murder, although with the Internet, most people are cheating. Adultery is rampant today. Rampant. Look how many people down in the Bible Belt Divorce is the highest in the United States, in the world in the Bible Belt USA. Yep. They get divorced 6, 8, 10, 12, 15 times. When Jesus said you only get divorced for adultery or abandonment. Because that's, you know, if you're abandoned by your wife, that's, she's going to, you know, that's yeah, you, you didn't choose that. Mm-mm. No, but, um, hey, you know, but, uh. But he forgave David for adultery and uh, murder. He'll forgive us for whatever we do, if we mean it and we want to follow Jesus. Like people to believe, like I always say, 
Follow Jesus as the son of a living God. Follow his teachings through the Holy Spirit helping you, and you'll make heaven. If follow Jesus, you'll make heaven. Your security lies in your free will, choosing God. Not in some fake creed of once saved, always saved, salvation by faith alone. The fake creed in the book of Romans, however, whoever wrote that nonsense. Your integrity lies in choosing God every day with your free will. Just as Jesus said, then he met, he said, if you want to come after me, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me, or you're not worthy of me. Or if you put husband or wife or daughter or son or mother or father or anything more important than him, you're not worthy of him. And if you're not worthy of the son, you're not worthy of his father who created and sent him to earth. Makes sense, doesn't it, Danny? Yeah, it does. Pretty simple. We're going to take a quick break here. A word from our sponsor, God, because <laughs> no human will sponsor us, and we'll be right back. Attention, this is a planetary alert. All citizens whose last names begin with the letter A report to your local implant center. All citizens whose last names begin with the letter A report to your local implant center. Failure to comply will result in having your utilities shut off and a warrant issued for your arrest for terroristic resistance. Welcome to the new age of Lucifer and have a blessed day. The coming of Antichrist is near. Who will force a Luciferic order upon the world and lead a second holocaust? Escape 666 and the horror to come at www.satansrapture.com Warning, this site is banned by Christianity and its churches. There we go. Welcome back to Doomsday Talk Radio. Hey, we love people to call up and ask questions, but uh, they just don't, don't they? Yeah. How I miss many the people? old days when people would call up and, and uh, say a few curse words and make a few. <laughs> well, you got to say you're of the devil. Blasphemy, heresy, and of the devil. That's yeah, the wolf. Exactly. I'm of a, if we're of the devil, why aren't we promoting Satan? Doesn't make any sense. You I get mean, your powers from Beelzebub. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, God gave me the revelation of a prophecy of a church of Philadelphia in two raptures in 1982. Why would Satan uh, want people to know the truth of revelation? He wouldn't. Nope. It, 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 June 6, 2006, God led me to reveal the name and the Antichrist of Antichrist and how he's going to deceive the world. Why would Satan want that known? He didn't. And then in 2010, God led me to reveal the truth of the Trinity in our book, Jesus, Son of God, Clone of God. So, I mean, Satan's not going to reveal this, right? Satan's not going to use a person to reveal the the hidden truths of God. God would use a person to reveal his hidden truths. That's true. So simple. Yeah. What were we going to say? I think think Thessalonians says something to the effect these things cannot happen until the man of sin has been revealed. Well, and the great first, the great falling away happens from the faith of Christianity, 
and and the man of sin is revealed, the Antichrist, the son of perdition. But that can't happen to the first of two raptures. See, Satan is if Satan Satan wants to be worshipped as God, as the God of planet Earth for three and a half years. Satan wants to lead a second Holocaust, slaughtering and beheading Christians. But in order to get what he wants, he's got to wait for God to say now. And God's not going to say now till he raises up his church of Philadelphia. And that's what we're waiting for. It's all in the Bible code, everything. So we're waiting. And when God will give us the wind, we're going to start the church of Philadelphia. And we, when you the, first, tell, when you, the first time you moved to Montana, Pastor Harry, uh, didn't the didn't you think you were going to start the church then? And then you read in the Bible code it says something to the effect, uh, "Not now, later." Yeah, not whitefish. Yeah, and I didn't understand what that meant. And then uh, now I understand exactly what it meant. But hey, things happen, and they happen for a reason. And um, here we are, back in the saddle again, and yeah. So, if the code all works out, we'll win this mega lottery. We'll expand the super broadcast out of Whitefish, Montana, and and one of Putin's biggest oligarchs, his his biggest twenty-five billion dollar supporter, Roman Abramovich, according to the Bible code. He's also a Russian Jew. He has dual citizenship. He's going to contact us to build the Church of Philadelphia in Jerusalem. And the only person on the earth that Israel would allow to build the Church of Philadelphia, claiming Jesus is the Messiah, but not God, not this fake Trinity God, but the literal Son of a living God. The only human being on earth that Israel would allow is Roman Abramovich, because he has donated billions of dollars to Israel. He knows them all. Roman wants a church. Roman gets a church where I believe the final church will be because the first church started in Jerusalem. It's gone all around the world. With every twist and turn, it's become more perverted, more corrupt, and more alien to Judaism. And um, But we're going to restore the first church just like it was in the book of Acts. And the power of God will be released, Danny, because we always say, where the power of where the truth of God is preached, the power of God is released. Miracles I'm just saying Danny, but miracles itself don't make people repent, but it it helps for people it helps the believer more when they see the power of God. But what was that thing? Oh, you you always talk about the book of Acts, but when I read the book of Acts it seems so much like socialism. No, it's it's not socialism at all, because socialism is a force system where the government takes control of all the businesses. They take whatever amount of money they want from you. See, it's no free will involved. Just the Church of Acts, it, what it was, was total, was pure caring. It was they were meeting the needs of everyone that came to the church out of their free will choice, not forced by a government. Right. That's the difference, yeah. As we all should be doing. And we will do. We'll make sure that everyone that comes to the Church of Philadelphia's needs are met. Because I, I always say, hey, you want to make a homeless person laugh? Just go up to a homeless person and say, hey, have you ever gone to the church for help? 
It don't even matter if they have one tooth in their head. They're going <laughs> to laugh hysterically. They say, those churches yeah. don't help nobody. Where have you been? I say, well, one day I'm going to start a church that does. And they got, I've had a couple of homeless people say, God bless you. I hope God gives you that church. Yeah. Yeah, you've always wanted to start a soup kitchen for the poor. I always thought that was a wonderful thing. Yep. And when a homeless person comes into church, if they let them in, they'll hide them in the back or stick them in a closet. Well, we're going to bring them in and take them and get them taken care of. Get them all new clothes, a place to live, a job, medical attention, whatever they need. Because that's what I want. What? I think a lot of homeless people enjoy the privacy of being out on their own, but they just can't have money for food. Yeah, well, some people do like the homeless life, and some people are forced in it. I mean, if the situation was different, I could have been homeless. This That's wicked, true. This wicked, godless place was trying to evict me. My car was totaled. They wanted to drive me out into the streets. But God said, uh-uh, and he opened the door and Back, we're back again. Then God always comes through. Yeah, I've never been happier. Yep. I'm glad you made it out safe. Yep, in the minivan. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. I mean, it's, it's just funny that people thought it was a soccer mom. I did not. I do not let people push me around on that road. It just happened to be a minivan, not a big pickup or SUV. Yeah, you used to be a race car driver when you was young, too, wasn't you? Yeah, yeah, it was, but on the streets, unfortunately, yeah. Hey, well, everyone sins, and that was my, uh, that was going 175 miles an hour down the highway isn't exactly following Jesus, then. (laughs) I really didn't, at that point in my life, then, I really didn't, didn't care much if I crashed or not. And then that engine blew up. The car we were going to race just blew up in my driveway. If it blew up on the road, I wouldn't be here today. But it blew, and it somehow a peace came over me. And I realized I was not meant to race cars. I was meant to do something else. And then God led me to the book of Revelation. And the rest is history. But anyway, today's a really good show. It's always a good show when we're getting the truth out to people, Denny. And... Um, yeah, we really did a beautiful show today because Satan did everything he could to destroy this show, and here we are broadcasting. So thank you, God, and all I can say, God bless, good night, and take care. Thanks, Danny. Welcome.